That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Ladies and gentlemen, silence your phones. You only gonna hear my tone. It's special how we all alone. Get comfy, make yourself at home. Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Bird. got it you got it we're back in the studio it's been several months i think since we've been in the studio we tried to quit this podcast several times but we keep <laughs> they won't going. let us it's too good they won't let us we keep trying to quit we've been doing it at the comedy club trying to just put up anything and pass it off as content but here we are back here in the actual <laughs> studio where you got to keep pushing content out very exciting episode many of you think that i'm a young up-and-comer that i am uh, one of these 22 year old kids just getting by on my trans turf existence but that's not happening i'm actually an old man 50 years old, uh, to be certain. And people think, oh, you don't even start to get funny till you're 70. That's what a lot of people say in the clubs and in the business. And I was lucky enough to find two 70-year-olds today that uh, exemplify- 72. 72. 72. Two very different veterans, uh, both from the old school. This worked out very uh, synonymously. Is that a right word to use there? No. No. Worked out very algorithmically, serendipitously. Serendipitously. So uh, when I started comedy in Toronto, I was a young boy with a dream of moving to America one day. Didn't know how hard it was going to be, and there were a couple clubs in Toronto. There was Comedy Wood, which was owned by an old Russian Jew who was also a hypnotist and not a very good hypnotist. His name was the incredible Boris. He ran two comedy clubs, one downtown and one in Thornhill. Then there was a club called the Laugh Resort, which was in the basement of a Holiday Inn. Then there was one called Yuck Yucks, where the edgier comics would go. And Yuck Yucks had a history of um, bringing up great Canadian comedians. And then also uh, Mark Breslin, who ran it, had a very keen, astute eye for talent. So he loved household names like Ron Vaudry, <laughs> who you never heard of. And he thought Ron Vaudry was amazing. But then he saw this guy that he thought was a talentless hack named Jim Carrey. And Jim Carrey went on to have the most brilliant career out of anybody in Canada. Uh, and Ron Vaudry is still a brilliant comic, but just really angry and bitter from the last <laughs> I heard. But around that time is when I saw Simon Rakoff, who's sitting right next to me and wore uh, a shirt that he thought would pop on a green screen. Simon <laughs> was a quintessential, clean, punchy, old school comic. There were elements of... Borscht belt in you. There, there was an old uh, Jewy, complainy type comedy that you would do. And one of your jokes that jumps out at me was you used to say, All superheroes are Jewish. Do you remember that of joke? Of course. Tell me that joke. It's about, well, 
The way I do it now is I say people think there's no... You still do this joke. Of course. 21 years after I've seen this joke, you still do this Why joke. Why wouldn't I? It's a great joke. This is the old school type of comedy where you would write a joke that was atemporal. You could continue doing that joke. I can do my entire act forever. Forever. Yeah. That was the beauty of I've the act. I've been through five popes with my act. Really? <laughs> no problem, my act. <laughs> Tell me how the joke would go. Uh, people think there's very few Jews, but... Uh, a lot of Jews, but there's very few of us. But you think there's a lot because we're everywhere. Look at every movie. What is it? Superheroes. Yeah. They're all Jewish. Yeah. Well, look at the names. Spider-Man, Superman, Batman. <laughs> it's obvious. Yeah. Very different style of comedy, but still similar to what Brian Holzman does. Brian, last night, had a great bit on stage where he said, and, and very similar, are there any fags here? And then said, can you still say fags, right? <laughs> Brian still has a similar thing. There's still that joke-telling ability, but he goes for the throat. Here's the difference in you two guys. Probably age-wise, maybe the same. What do you know? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm 47. Yeah, 47. I'm going to be like a bitch. I'm not going to tell you how old I am. See, I'm 32. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm actually 62. 62. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Th there's something where all three of us believe in jokes and that the audience is there to laugh their asses off. So I'll see. I think you're a guy that in your wheelhouse, you could go up first easily because oh, yeah. I think you're. I prefer it. You prefer to go on first. Why? Because I'd rather. He's got to go to bed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's got to go to bed. He's got to get the fuck to sleep. That's what yeah. he's got to do. No, in actual fact. Well, I got two reasons, actual reasons. First is I'd rather start the show and have it be great than come on at the end and save a piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> the second is I can drink right away. You I don't like have drinking. to sit there all night and, you know, sober waiting to drink. Yeah, alcohol is very important. Yeah. No, <laughs> Holtzman <laughs> cannot. He could go first, but it's the same as me. It's going to fuck the show up. They want to sell alcohol. They don't want everybody. They want to keep the people in the fucking room. He's a, a closer of uh, the utmost ilk because he goes up and at first they're like, what the fuck is going on? But then within a minute they all come around because he hammers them over the head, which is something that I do. Whereas you, you're more of a foreplay guy. Oh, absolutely. No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a finesse pitcher. I'm not a fastball guy. And you recycle too, don't you? Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> what, what made you want to be a killer, Brian? Did you always want to go up last? Um, no, I just, it just, uh, you know, you just, you just, you just take the spot that they give you and it just, oh, that's the way it was. It was a late night spot. This was at the store. Right. And, uh, and, and then it just developed into the late night spot, but I like it because I can go longer. I don't have to worry about fucking the show up. Right. And I can, uh, say whatever I want because the show is, uh, in all terms and purposes is already over. It's a very different style what you do compared to what most other people at the store do, right? Like there's a, there's a certain I don't give a fuck totally with what you do. Totally. 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 Do you give fucks? <laughs> oh, it's all I give. You give fucks. <laughs> oh yeah, man. No, I I'm 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 very, you know, you got to remember there's no fucking career in Canada, right? It's right. not like it's not like I'm looking to move up into whatever. This is the whole thing. This is the pinnacle. The night I'm performing for you people, this is as top as I get in show business yeah. in Canada. And so, it could be a great big theater or it could be a tiny club with 20 doesn't people. doesn't matter to me. I am going to... You're having fun. All you I like got, to have fun. You're oh, I, fun. I, I love it. I mean, that's right. I've been at this 
44 years. That's a long time. I started in 1978. <laughs> you know, there so were, your, there your were... mindset is different than the perhaps a younger uh, applicant who's trying to, you know, break the door down. Maybe he has children or she has a deadbeat husband that they need, they need to fucking make money. They oh, yeah. To, no, yeah. I never anticipated making money. money. I'm lucky enough to have been able to do this for a living. But See, this is why I, I never think Canada. of it that way. Because in Canada, there's a glass ceiling on how high you can go. There's maybe four guys that make really good livings up there. Oh, yeah. And then the rest of the guys are are journeymen. So there's this story about a guy named Jim McAleese, right? Sure. And Jim McAleese kind of helped mentor Jim Carrey to a certain extent, right? And then Jim Carrey says he's going to go to L.A. What's Jim McAleese say? So I'll just wait here then? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then Jim Carrey never came back. Do you see the beauty of it? $20 million man. But you like ripping their throats open. Well, I know. I know. They're going to rip me apart if I don't get to them. I know that going in. Why? Because that's the way people are. They, you know, (laughs) telling people you're a comedian is like the most, you know, I, how do you, you know, if you play a musical instrument or you sing a song, people, people uh, embrace that. But to tell somebody that you're funny, yeah, it's right away they want to challenge you. You make me laugh, make yeah. me laugh. So I know that going in, you know, and plus they paid how much money to get in or park a fucking car. Yeah. You better fucking, you better fucking deliver. You better fucking give them their money's worth. That's right. Well, that's what I say about people who talk about their funny friend. And I say, let me explain the difference between your funny friend and me, okay? Your funny friend goes up behind somebody, hits them in the back of the head and goes, hey, I win. We're mixed martial artists. They know we're coming at them. They're facing us and we win. Good point. It's a now, what I was saying is, <laughs> wait, I want to hit someone in the back of the head. That seems awesome. It's much no. easier. Yeah. No, it's, it's just, you know, you want to, you want to. You want to, uh, you, you, you just want to make people laugh. You want to pull their fucking leg. Guttural. You, you, Guttural, he, fucking uncontrollable laughter. Yeah, I like I like hard laugh. I don't like giggles. I like and... hard laughs. You've seen me do it. Yeah. I've seen you do it. We don't fuck around. I want people choking. You want crying. People, you want comics to not be able to follow you, right? That's what you like. No, no. Come no. on. How good does you it can't, feel you can't pl- when you go up and destroy, and then you watch someone that you kind of don't like? Well, I like. go up last, so that I don't see anything. Sometimes you get to not go last. <laughs> no. What if... What if what if Chris D'Elia is running late because he was at a kid's party? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. He was at the playground. <laughs> now he's making a comeback. He's, he's fine. He's going to be He's okay. going to be good. So, but uh, no, I, I've, 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 I've always, lately, for many years now, they've put me up last. So I, I come in and, 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 and I get uh, up in two and then I'm done. The store is magical. It's it's a magical magical place. That original room, unbelievable. Have you these, been there? These club owners. I've been, yeah. Yeah. The, all they have to do if they're going to open up a comedy store is go to the Hollywood, go to the comedy store, and look at the OR. Yeah. Just look at the OR, and you can you can know what a comedy club is supposed to look like. Yeah. It's amazing. I heard there were some real bad ones out there in the, in the world. Name two. Bingo's. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I, Bingo's is bad. Uh, you ever been to Bingo's? Chuckle no. Me Lately, I think, is real bad. Oh, Chuckle Me Lately. That guy was raping people. <laughs> well, Chuckle Me Lately. There's a story about a guy that used to run side splitters in Tampa, and he was a real old school, drunky, 80s type guy, like you want to get paid in green or white type of guy. <laughs> and he's gone now, and this guy, BT, runs it. But apparently this old guy, he still used to... They had to change the keys, so he wouldn't come around anymore. Do you remember... 
what what was your funniest club owner story? I guess Missy Shaw. What? She I, never heard of her. What? She she's just a funny. She'd sit in the back and. Say, How long have you been at the store for? Jeez, you want to know? Yeah. Five years it took me to get in. To get in. You used to go on the potlucks and stuff like that and wait in line to do three minutes? Uh, Monday evenings, yeah. Yeah. Five years trying to get in and 28 years as a paid regular. Wow. So 33 years. It's been That's up and lot. down. No. There, yes. There, there was the glory oh, days. Oh, the club was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in there in some lean years. No, you've been, you've been down the whole time. But, but, <laughs> you're still. You know, I don't need this <laughs> bullshit. You know, I'm from Long Island. Are you really? Yeah. When did you move to LA? Thirty-three uh, years ago. Uh, uh, 1986. See, this was the dream yeah, that sure. people in Canada had was to go down. I went down. I was just becoming a headliner in Canada, and I called the guy that was booking it. And at that time, I think his name was Tommy. Was that his name? Had a bit Tommy. of a mullet. Yeah, he looked like uh, the, 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 the musician, uh, Tom Petty. Yeah. And I called and I said, this is when you could call. You used to just call and they would answer. And he go, yeah. I go, hey, my name's Aaron Berg. I'm a comic from Canada, headline and stuff. I'd love to come in. He goes, you come by, wait in line, and do three minutes. And I was like, I, no, I, 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 I headline and stuff. He goes, yeah, that's, that's what you got to do. Or you got to come hang out with the regulars, and then someone will vouch for you. And I was like, I don't know anybody. He's like, well, then come do three minutes. And I didn't want to go do three minutes. I don't blame you. And it, but you did it. You would wait in line. I, I started in the Bay Area, and I said, well, I'm going to get this over with. I'm going to go down to L.A., to do, uh, go into the comedy store and, 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 and so I could get it over with. Yeah. You go to the comedy store and they'll let you know right away whether you, whether you and, got it. And she, she, she fucked up my whole life. How so? She, she gave me spots. It. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because Mitzi was the golden angel. And if Mitzi said you got something, then you got hope. She gave me a spot every single night. So I knew right from the beginning it was only going to get worse. It couldn't get spot any, every single every night. Every single night in the OR. Yeah, no, it's like winning your first poker hand. It's like, it oh, was, now uh, you're screwed. It was it, back in the day, it was Eddie Griffin and Paul Mooney and, uh, and uh, James Stevens III and uh, 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 Carlos Mencia and um, just a lot of uh, Charlie Hill. Yeah, the Indian guy. Yep. He's passed away now. Yep. You know Charlie Hill, and Rick Wright. He lives in England now, and um, Alan Stevens and uh, Jimmy Schubert and Sam Kinison passed away. Just I, I got there in '89, right yeah. after that big earthquake in the World Series. Remember that one in San Francisco? Yeah, of course. No, there Canceled was a big the earthquake right in the really? middle of the World Series. Where, we, where, we, where were you in 89, uh, uh, Aaron? I was, I was 17. <laughs> what, 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 Who were they playing what, against? What, uh, what, it was, it, wasn't it against Oakland? Like, wasn't it? What, uh, reform, San Fran, what reform facility were you in? I was in a boarding school at 17. That's absolutely yeah, correct. Yeah, you kind of, wait, you did a lot of 
What happened in Canada with all those? Stuff. With all those, you're lucky you're still with us. Yeah, they, I know. They kill kids in Canada. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Bury the them next did. to the handball courts. No, that's just the Aboriginal. Com- <laughs> oh, oh, that's it's what horrible. They- you can't make fun of natives in Canada anymore. Well, you're you not know? supposed to. Yeah, but that's who they. That's. Oh, the, what are you gonna do if thing. you can't make fun of people? That's what you know. What we're all people. Yeah, they want you know. Uh, you're not supposed to. No, you know, you always see them with the two strips of war paint in the movies. I always think of a gay guy going, blend, blend. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. More rouge, more rouge. (laughs) Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. So the store sets, you see all these people getting... TV gigs, getting movie gigs. How do you feel? Do you feel a, like a purist and you're like, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing? Or is there some envy that kicks in? No, no. You know, I, uh, I, I'm i excited that I'm still re- re- uh, rev- uh, relevant. Relevant. Yeah. And, that I'm, and getting spots at the comedy stores, like, uh, to me personally, is a big deal. Yeah. She spoiled me. She spoiled me. It's amazing. I'm just now starting to kind of branch out. I did Skankfest twice, yeah. and uh, and uh, you know we'll see how it goes. But it's all about you know it's saying it sounds clicheish, cliche. Uh, cliche. What did you call me? <laughs> what the fuck? I am out of fucking here. I don't need it. I don't need it. No, no, no I. Uh, uh, what a cliche. You know. Uh, uh, no, you know, everybody's, if they want you, they'll get you. You can't make them want you. You they, you know, the more you want something in show business, the more that they are going to fucking love telling you no. Just for laughs. Hasn't had me. They brought me once to do warm up. And I always, I've been perfect for the nasty show for about 14 years. And they never had me. And it's one of the things I always wanted. Well, do you have, uh, I think, I think what, what, what they have managers or agents, I think, that yeah. call them and push their clients. That's yeah, what it's tried that. it's, it's all about the inside track. I made a tweet about yeah. them once, and they get very angry about the tweet. Well, they're very sensitive. I they're, said, I said, Skankfest is how you do a festival. Take note, just for laughs. And they got very upset about it. Yeah, they, they're very sensitive. They're very. Well, they never had you, so what do you owe them? Yeah, but they, they were very upset. Yeah, they didn't like it. Everybody likes to 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 get on a high uh, autonomy horse. Yeah. Aut- autonomy horse. Autonomy <laughs> horse. You been to Just for Laughs? I did it. I did it once. Did you wear a blazer? I can't remember what I wore. Probably with a Spider-Man a shirt. Did if put I... you in a hotel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stayed at the Delta? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they flew you in? Oh, yeah. No, no. I got the, I got the full treatment. You go down to the bar shows. there? You hang out at the bar? Oh, closer, he's saying. Closer to the mic. Yeah. Got it, got it. Do you but, uh, yeah, bar, yeah. Actually, it was great because... I was like one of the only guys who could speak a little French. Yeah. So when they closed, I got the Americans more drinks. Yeah. So they were very happy with me. Which Americans were you hanging out with? Uh, I forget the guy's name. Greg, who was on Last Comic Standing. Geraldo. No. No, the other one. No, the nice Greg. Not Proops and not not Geraldo. Greg. uh... A a nice guy. I feel bad that I can't remember the name now. Fitzsimmons? 
Fitz. No, no. It was uh, Greg. I want to say I still do spots with him here in the city. Greg. Oh, boy. Yeah, exactly. He's he's good. Yeah, he yeah, is. He's, and he's a nice memorable. Guy. You know, Brian. Greg. Greg. Yeah, Greg. It doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> Look, it's a million years ago. Yeah. You know. Good guy. And, uh, Can we get Greg on the show? Yeah. You want to get Greg on? I'll look. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll look him up. All right, we'll find it. He lives in Forest Hills. How are you going to look him up if you don't know who his last I know his, his name? name's just not coming to me right now. No, no, not you. I want to know why he thinks he can find Greg just like that with just the first name Watch. only. Type in comedian's name Greg, right. New York City. I'll Watch this. It. Watch yeah. what the internet can do. This is comedian like the Greg old days. Stone. What's he going to do? It's not Greg Stone. Before. Geraldo? No. Keep going. N- not Geraldo? No. Uh, James Gregory? No. Uh... Greg Wilson. Fuck Greg. No. Greg Hahn. No. Greg Warren. No. Uh, all right, let's try it. It'll turn out it's not Greg. That's Greg Rogel. That's yes. who it is. Nailed it. See? Rogel. That Thank was the you. name that was coming into my head. Holy Greg. fuck. That's bad, though, that, you know. Yeah. I mean, all we do is complain how nobody knows our name, and the guy we do fucking know we don't know. So. Yeah. Canadian show business <laughs> we- is really sad. It's oh. really sad. Yeah, it's- but that's where all the, a lot of, most of you have American, uh, uh, stars and uh, they're all from Canada. Yeah, yeah. Once you get out, it's great. But yeah, but you have to get out. <laughs> when you're there, it's brutal. Canadians have a good sense of humor because it's a blend of American and British. What about that fella from uh, Tom Green? Yeah, that was a great show when he kept fucking with his parents all the time. Greg yeah. Rogel, I loved it. <laughs> Tom yeah. Green, yeah, sure. Tom Green. Remember him? He was funny. Oh, uh, we. The what about Mike Wilmot? You ever heard of him? Very so, funny. Oh, he's great. Derek Edwards. So why don't, they, why don't they just leave then? Some of them like Canada. They're gay like that. Some like, Well, Canada's a great place to live. Ugh, a shitty place I to work. Well, I didn't like it. I love it. I didn't like it. I love it. But You know, you can't even have guns there. You, you leave your doors open, too. Why do you even have yeah, doors? Yeah, they leave their doors open. No, we don't. Yeah, they do. He leaves his door open, for I, sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure he I does. Do. For sure. Yeah, my daughter's there. It's I a, don't leave it's my door. It's a nice place to live, right? It's, it's very great. expensive now. Toronto's insanely uh, Unlike expensive. New York, which is, you know, free. I I live in a very nice house. My house in Toronto would cost $4 million, and I live 40 minutes from here. Do you own your house? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's impressive. Thanks, man. I, I mean, that's America. Capitalism. Yeah, no, no. Look, now, I, I get it. I get it. Which war were you in, Brian? <laughs> Korean. Nice. You fought in the Korean War. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And how was it? It was, it was entertaining. Yeah. Good. I liked it. You what know, was your favorite Anything part? to get out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> now, you've been married before. No, I haven't. Nice. And what was her name? <laughs> you, have, you are now dating a Filipino lady. That's right. I've heard you talk very endearingly about her. Uh, Rosario. Dawson. We call her Rose for short, but that's the name, Rosario. And where'd you meet her? Rosario in the street. And you love women. <laughs> yes, I, I like uh, I like the part between their thighs. Yeah, that little, <laughs> little area. Between sometimes the thighs. on stage, everything else, you know, you know, you get angry and you call them <laughs> bitches. Sometimes I've heard you say. Well, that you know, anybody who's uh, knows women know that they can be bitches. My wife uh, <laughs> is often a bitch. <laughs> now you had a wife. I had a couple. You had, how many? Two. You got married twice. Yes. Even you. You know what? It's like childbirth, <laughs> I think. You know, you forget the pain and you go, I'll try again. Why'd you get married twice? Well, I got married once. Yeah. And then I uh then That's I got where somebody very from, pregnant. No, no. Oh, the second one. Yeah. You got married, then you had a thing. No, I was long divorced. You got divorced. Yeah, I was long divorced. Then you're like, I can't believe someone else wants to sleep with me. 
Okay. Is that what you were thinking? You know what? I'm a very charming guy. I, I don't know what you work with. But, <laughs> yeah, you uh, are. I'm not. I'm I, abrasive. I have no problem with in that area. You know. I, I go. Could you still? I was you're, never you're on a trip to I New York. Skills. If <laughs> could, if you just went out tonight, could you pick up a lady at a bar in New York? I imagine I could. Really? How would you do that? Uh, $50? Start with $50 and go up. $50 in 2022. See, I don't know the going rate. Have you ever? never, no. (laughs) Never paid for it. I have a problem with that. With paying? No, with her not wanting to. Oh. What if she wanted to, but it just took the money? But for money, yeah. Well, then she doesn't want to. She wants money. I I get it. You know, come on. I get it. Brian, back in Korea, you had a lot of ladies in the night. And I paid, and I was very happy to pay. Yeah, well, yeah. that's different. You know, you're not looking to stay and build a life with them in Korea. You're you're there for killing their it's, brothers. You know, it's, <laughs> it's a manly thing to do to pay for pussy. Simon last <laughs> night went and saw a taping of the Stephen Colbert show. Yeah. Now, when I first came to New York, I came on a trip right after 9-11, or as I call it, Pete Davidson Career Day. And <laughs> I went and saw Colbert... When he was doing his old show. I saw that one too. What was that one called? It was called The Colbert Rapport. Was it really? That was the original one. I went and Pete Dominic was doing warm up and then Stephen Colbert came out and talked to us and I was there and I was big and he goes, what do you bench? And I said, 225. And he goes, step up. And I stood up and he's like, careful, I have security. And security edged towards me because he was literally afraid. You like Stephen Colbert. Yeah, sure. Do you not find that late night has just become like a weird political machine where they're just not <laughs> doing the job of late night, which is to kind of be counterculture? I never thought of them as counterculture. I mean, I wouldn't. You never saw thought the that Letterman with... was ca- counterculture. Oh yeah, he was edgy, but I Letterman mean, was the I... best at what he did. Right? Okay, I went and saw Johnny Carson do the Tonight there Show a go. few times. Sorry. Did you really? Yeah. Where? In Los Angeles. When wow. I lived there. Did you ever see him? You heard of him? I watched Johnny Carson in Los Angeles on uh, Antenna TV, off the antenna, every evening uh, and on Antenna TV at 7 p.m., and it's fucking great. He sits at the same level as his guest. He's not up here. That's right. Like these ass, you know, like they, like they are today, and uh, it's just great. Carson He's was a the master. Best. I take it back saying Letterman was the best. Carson was the best. He was a master. Was he didn't have, saying, he didn't he have to be funnier than the guest. He let the guest be funny. Yeah. And he joked with Ed McMahon. He joked with the, the band. And then he did skits. Those skits were great. Were they not great? The skits? Can we see an old, old Johnny Carson uh, skit? As, uh, so what are we talking about? Which which guys do you like better? Do you like uh, Channel 2, uh, Colbert, for, uh, what's his name? Uh, Fallon. Fallon, or do you like uh, oh, Jimmy Kimmel? I can't Kimmel? stand Fallon. I can't stand any of those three. I can't watch <laughs> okay, any of them. Right. Okay. But he likes Colbert. If you had to decide between the three, you go with Colbert? Oh, yeah. How Colbert come? was tanking. The only thing that saved him from getting booted was the pol- politics. Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. He was oh, starting boy. to. He was tanking. He was yeah. tanking big time. You know, Gutfeld does more numbers than all three of those guys. I've now, heard which that. is insane. No, it's because not. who does? Who does? Gutfeld on Fox News. It's not insane because they're dividing the same audience, and he gets all the leftovers. Oh, he has a, this guy has a talk show. He's yeah, the Fox Greg guy. Gutfeld. You should be at on what it. time? You should be on it. I, it's on like every day at ten or eleven or something. You should be on, on Fox. It. Yeah. 
You I have be antenna on it. TV. I You'd be great on this show. I tried to do stand up on it. They they said no so far. And did you know that McDonald's sells more food than the good French restaurant? Yes. Oh, okay. Just saying. So you're saying Gottfeld's the McDonald's. But let me ask you this then. If Gottfeld has more viewers, right, which are probably right leaning people. Yeah. Why didn't the Republicans win the election? Because. There's three or four. What are you asking him for? He's from fucking Canada. But yeah, he has so an outsider's perspective. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because there's nothing going on in Canada. I want to walk that back. I want to walk that back. There's nothing going on in Canada. There's four guys splitting the reasonable people, and one guy has all the unreasonable people. There's still more of the reasonable people. So you're saying that people, people that watching... watch Gottfeld are unreasonable? Sorry. I'm from Canada. Like, we look at your, your left wing as our right wing. Come on. It's completely different. No way. Our left, what you're saying, the radical left in America. The woke. Not the, woke. the radical the woke. left. AOC, Rashid Tlaib. Don't say this. Don't say that. Don't yeah. say this. Don't say that. Don't say this. No, but what I'm saying is your actual government policies that, I mean, the Democrats can't get free. Even they don't say free Medicare for everybody. Right. They still want it to be paid. They have free Medicare in Canada. Know. You like know, England. we actually like London. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even the Democrats don't say you shouldn't be allowed to carry a gun around in the streets. Right. Okay. So to me, your left wing is our right is right of our right wing. I mean, no right wing guy in Canada is going to say we should be allowed to have guns or you should we should take away your health care. They wouldn't dare. Right wing people wouldn't say that. They wouldn't dare. They'd never get elected. Never. Oh, the politicians. Well, that's what that. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about your average. Of course, on the street, you've got people who think everything. I'm talking about policy that can actually run for uh, office. Mm. Mm. You would never have a gun. Mm. No. They're gross to you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I have two. Uh, that's fine. I'm going to get a third one. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, look, and again, you live where you live, right? I mean... I would much rather, you know, to, to me, I look at you guys and it's like, it's like uh, the olden, olden days, you know, where everybody carried a sword. Yeah. You know, there's no police in those situations. Everybody's got a sword. You mess with somebody, you might get stabbed. Or the wild, wild west, perhaps. Or I, that. I going too if far go, with the yeah, sword. Go to too far back to the That would be sword, the yeah. Shangzhou <laughs> dynasty. No, but even, <laughs> no, I'm thinking Romeo and Juliet. But I'm, I'm saying even, even the wild Romeo west, they Juliet. still had. Yeah. they had was poison. Well, oh, Yeah. <laughs> That Remember poison? Too. Ain't that a bitch? He drank it and he's, oh, fuck, now I got to drink it. Yeah, but, you know, that was for killing yourself, not for other people. Yeah. I just really wonder <laughs> how many Republican people are in this country versus Democratic people. When you look at, like, TV numbers, because then, like, a lot of people I talk to are like, oh, we're going to vote this way, we're going to vote that way. And then you see the votes and you're like, oh, nobody voted that way. No like, one tells the truth anymore on those uh, People lie about wh- who they're going to vote for. When I ask people in a club and I'll go to a guy and I'll go, I can spot a right winger. I'll go, Trump or DeSantis? And he won't answer. And his wife will look at him like, "Mm, mm," because they don't. Politics are the new social taboo. 
right. in America. Yeah. It used to be socioeconomic, right? It used to be like, hey, how much do you make at your doctor job? And people sure. would be like, I, I don't want to say. Now it's politics. Why is that? Because they've all trafficked in, in uh, you know, making the other side into monsters. Instead of having actual policy debate, it's all about these people are going to ruin our country, yeah. both sides. Does it really make a difference in our country? You've lived here for a long time. Does it really matter if it's a Republican or a Democrat as a president? No. It doesn't change what we do, does it? doesn't it? change the foreign policy. That continues to go off the rails. Nonstop war. Just read the book, 1984. And I'll be at Yuck Yuck's Comedy Club this week. Oh, I can't wait. Which <laughs> no, one are you doing? No, I'm not. It's a joke. I'll be there December the uh, 16th and 17th. Yeah. It's a very Rich Voss type plug. So Yuck Yuck's is still in business up there in Canada. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you still do it? I haven't done it in 35 years. You used years. to. I did it for 10 years from 78 to 88. There was a big division. Yuck Yucks, where he would say you can't play other places. And oh, I think they Simon have that in Los Angeles a little the, bit with the uh, comedy Did you play another place? Problems, you know. I played every other place. And then, and that's why there's other places, because yeah. of me. See, he made these other places go up. Do you still talk to Breslin? No. No, he, they don't get along. Fuck that guy. Yeah, Breslin's like to uh, say the least. Canada's Bud Friedman. I love Breslin. I think he's great. He was always good to me. <laughs> well, yeah, he's good to you. <laughs> yeah, he's good to me. <laughs> if he's good to you, then he's good. He's good. Hey. Who Whatever, else? Man. Who were the funny original guys that you came up with? Oh fuck! Back in the old days, I mean, there was Lou Dinos. He's still working. I remember Lou Dinos. He had a bit, Brian. You would love. He'd be like, "No matter you're a doctor, a dentist, uh, a pipe fitter, or a cab driver, we've all done this." <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get the piece of snot off your finger outside of the, the car window. Who else? Lou Dinos. Uh, He's still around. Yeah, you, yeah. You would have seen Lou at the store. He used to do the store back at, He was like one of Howie Mandel's friends, I think. Right. Well, Howie was another one. Remember right? Howie? Of course. Bald. Another Canadian. Yeah, he can't he, touch he him. Re, he reinvented himself. A thousand times. Shaved his... No, I just... Once. once? <laughs> well, no. maybe he did in Canada. He was a serious but actor on St. Elsewhere. He was a... Yeah. No, he's done a... He was a game show host. Yeah. Now he's a judge on the talent show. You were just talking about his hair. He shaved his hair once. Yeah. Did you ever see him at the store? I've, I've seen him twice. I've seen Soupy Sales at the store. Is he from Canada? Wow, no. no. Boy, that's old school. My mother and I met him crossing the street on Sunset. What'd you say? Hey, hey, hello, Soupy Sales. What did he say? You wish you had a pie. Hi, how are you? <laughs> you wish you had a pie. Yeah. Put it in his face. <laughs> Howie Mandel buried me once. One of the first times I headlined, he dropped into the Toronto Yuck Yucks and did 20 minutes, and they loved him. And you had to go up after him? And I had to go up after him, and I ate a brick of shit. Only because I, you forgot to just ride the wave. I didn't ride the wave. And I thought... What he's doing is fluff. I've got this smart political stuff, and I went up and bombed so bad. The sweat pouring down. The time, the time takes oh, so long. That's 10. I got to be up here for 45. And, and then you start turning on the audience, and I went yeah, home. Lash out. Lash out. Oh, you fucking people wouldn't know. And I didn't want to say nothing bad about Howie because I was thinking maybe he's in the back finding a diamond in the rough going, even though this kid's bombing, there's something there. I'm going to make him a star. I went home. I drank scotch all night, smoked cigarettes, and I go, what did I fucking do wrong? And riding the wave was one, and I said, I never made fun of Howie. Right. 
So the next night I get back to the club. It's a Saturday, and Howie's there, and he's waiting to go on. And I didn't know he's going to be there. I go, oh, thank God you're back. I, I got something special tonight. He's like, all right. And fist bump, and he goes up, does great. And I went up and just ripped into Howie for 20 minutes, and it fucking killed. And I go, oh. you guys are laughing at this fucking germaphobe? Uh, 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 deal or no deal? Deal or no deal? And destroyed. And then the rest of the set was great, and I came off expecting the old, hey! Long gone. Clearly offended. Yeah, didn't, well. see him, didn't see him years years later at America's Got Talent. I auditioned for him. And he goes, you're very funny. And I didn't dare say, you, you don't remember me. He was, uh, he was one of those guys that could just go up and talk, because in Canada, he was an icon. Where It was like this, this homecoming. For this guy, where they're like, "Oh my God!" They'd stand up. Yeah, it for didn't matter him. what he said. He could take a sh- he could take a shit on the stage, and they would have loved it. Oh yeah, no. If you've made it here and you come back, yeah, because most people don't bother. Yeah, I mean, why would you? Yeah, there's no point in going back. They they take a third of your money, and you're getting paid in Canadian dollars. Want to see a Johnny Carson clip? <laughs> That's Betty White with him. I must ask you, when your teammates heard that there would be a woman in the locker room tonight, what was their initial reaction? Well, I'd say generally they were they were pretty embarrassed. By the way, where are the other players? Hmm? Where are the other players? Oh, most of them are hiding back inside those lockers. <laughs> Do you mind having a woman here with you? No, it's better than having Yogi Berra stare at me. <laughs> I noticed a few new faces as I came in. Uh, who is that fellow in the pink bikini briefs? Oh, that, that, that's our switch hitter. Oh. <laughs> <He's> wow. <gay. laughs> Hitter, yes. Now, my male counterparts have always told me that you've been completely open in your interviews. Well, you know, I like to, I like to let it all hang out and be honest with it, honest with the press. Well, in the seventh inning tonight, when you belted that long flight, you yeah. missed a home run by that much. Well, you know, baseball is just a game of inches, you know. That's all there is to it. <laughs> <laughs> from the way you played tonight, it appears you've completely recovered from your knee operation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the <laughs> knee feels terrific. It doesn't, doesn't stiffen up like it used to. Your head. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, you were out there giving it 100%. Well, you know, I, I enjoy putting on a show for the fans. That's what they pay their money for. Fans money. Right. Now, you've caught, you played third base, right. you played the outfield. What's your favorite position? I, I, I like them all, you know, no breakfast. What kind of a catcher's mitt is that? Is that the Johnny Bench model? No, that's a Bill Dickey. <laughs> I must ask you, how did you ever get the name Pee Wee? <laughs> you mind if I just pass on that question? <laughs> now, there are rumors that you may be traded. Where do you think they'll send you? Well, you know, that the Giants caught a glimpse of me and they passed, but. Uh... I don't know why she's in a raincoat. Yeah. What the fuck is she in a raincoat? Straight in the eye. Well, I will if you will. <laughs> there are, well, as 
ball players go, you're not very big. Is that a handicap? Oh, not really. You know what I what I lack in size, I make up in speed. You know, I really <laughs> you know, I do a lot of hustling, a lot of hustling. Tonight I took a long, hard look at you, John. And joke. I have seen things in this locker room tonight that I never dreamed existed. Well, I try and keep it yourself, will you? <laughs> well, listen, I'm very grateful you consented to this interview. I, it was very big of you. Well, you're, you're a very observant reporter. Now, if you'll, uh, if you'll excuse me, and I'd like to talk, but I really got to take a shower. Oh, sure. Yeah. Now, listen, I, I do appreciate it. No, thank you very that. much. Oh, God. Boy. Oh, 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 Why'd you get in the shower at the end, Brian? I don't know. You like that? No, uh, that, that 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 clip was uh, that was uh, that was edgy for the time. It seemed like the same joke over and over. It seemed like overkill. <laughs> what do you think, Mike? I, I was answering the door. I'm not that. a big I'm Betty sure White it was great, fan. though. A lot of people say good things about Johnny Carson. It was, uh, <laughs> he was like naked and she came in and then they talked for five minutes and it was all like penis jokes. It was like a point, Saturday so. Night Live skit that went too long. Remember when Dave Letterman cheated on his wife and then addressed it on TV? Why hasn't Stephen Colbert done that? About what? His wife that he cheated on. Where did you hear that? I just made it up. Oh, okay. Stir in the pot, buddy. Got to stir well, the pot. Yeah. She's on the show quite often, actually. She, they, they seem very happy. She's His charming. wife? Yeah. They're, uh, they're Christian. Oh, yeah. Catholic. Are you okay with that? Catholic. Are you okay with that? Well, you know, they got to let everybody into show business eventually. I get it. I mean, we Jews couldn't control it forever. Now, Brian, are you <laughs> Jewish? Half and half, so it, it doesn't count. What's your favorite Jewish thing to do? Go to Israel and, and, and spray paint the wailing wall. <laughs> Very Jewish. Have you been to Israel? Yes. What's your favorite part? The whole damn thing. It was just great. When did you go there? How long ago? Uh, my phone is charging. I think it was 11, 2011. I was there around 2012, 2013. I stayed at the Golden Walls. I uh, stayed at a variety of hotels and moved all around. Did comedy there. Did you do comedy there? <laughs> no, no. Do you think you might be a bit too much for them? I don't know. How are the audiences there? Half and half. Half the shows for me were really good. The other half were like, you stink, you're just dirty. That's what they thought. Right. And I thought I was going to kill and have a great time. And it, it didn't go that way at all. Hmm. But I did have my asshole eaten by a government employee. That's nice. Yeah. You ever had that done? Not in Israel. By a government employee? By anybody. Oh, yeah. But not by a government yeah. employee. It's pretty good. Did they have an office of that there? Or? No, she just came. <laughs> oh, it wasn't uh, part of her job. Yeah, it's in a documentary. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, can, you can see her in the she's sitting in the audience, and I'm flirting with her, and then I took her and back to my hotel, and she ate my ass. Isn't that nice? Yeah, it was real nice. <laughs> I didn't think I'd like it at first, and she went straight for it, because I do jokes on stage about eating ass, 
So she thought they weren't jokes, and then she just started doing it. <laughs> what do they call that? Eating a salad? Salad? Tossing a salad. They're tossing a salad. I liked it a great deal. Mike left, by the way. You're visiting <laughs> New York. It's your first time here since the pandemic. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, it's the greatest city in the world. Really? I, well, London's pretty fantastic, too, actually. But New York's amazing. I mean, it just buzzes. What know? about the homeless? Uh, I'm sure it's worse for them. It's a good point. I never thought about it like that. I mean, they probably don't think it's the greatest city in the world. Then again, where have they been? Do you give money to the homeless? Uh, not here. At home? At home, I do. How's the homeless situation in Toronto? Terrible. Really bad? Oh, yeah. Like people living in tent cities and stuff? Yes. The park has it. And, do you yeah, think COVID did that or do you think no, that was just going to happen? LA is great. There's no homeless in LA. Whenever I come there, pristine. With what neighborhood are you staying in? I was going to say, joking. I remember. When I drove from the airport, it's a nightmare. <laughs> you live in West Hollywood? No. East Redondo Hollywood. Beach. Oh, that's nice. You like it better than Hollywood? Oh, yeah. But there's something magical about every night driving into Hollywood. Yeah, really. La Cienega Boulevard and the homeless. Yeah. Do you have a lot of business meetings with Hollywood insiders? No. What would your tips be to young comics watching <laughs> if they did have business meetings with Hollywood insiders? I don't know. Uh, just know, you know, you just don't know. I can't give anybody advice on what to do in a meeting. Can you, Ken? Oh, I can't sit in a meeting. <laughs> Ken. You know, very Jewish name, Ken. <laughs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. <laughs> what would your dream be if today Comedy God just came and said, both of you guys, what would you like to do now that you haven't done already? If you had anything, you could do a sitcom, you could do movies, oh, no, you could live wherever you want. That. What would you do? I want to once appear on American television. That's it. That's all I would like. I would I've like, already appeared on American television. I, I would like 10 million times the people who've ever seen me to see me. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. you know. I guess I would want something like we're doing now. I think it would be great to interview fascinating people. Yeah. And does and is ask money them real important? questions. Is money important or no? No. Not to, no, money will come or money will come. Either it comes or it doesn't. You you can't force money unless you're a crook, right? Right. Why do you point at me? I think his point is <laughs> that if money's not important, you could easily achieve the stream. Yeah. Do you have a podcast? I had one. And uh, I, I didn't have any sponsors, and I, I, I people liked it. And um, I had some comics and some other personalities. But then I travel a lot, so I, you know, and now I'm just kind of, I'm kind of a, 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 a behind in the curve. But you can see them. It's called Dead Air. I was doing it with Red Band. Okay. In, in, in Burbank, and then he moved to Austin. Yeah. They, and we did some there. There's a show called Kill Tony now. Oh, yeah. He's Tony been doing Hinchcliffe. that from the get-go. And he also was, uh, he used to do a thing with uh, Joe, Rogan. Joe Rogan. He was the uh, the original um, producer producer yeah. of the Joe Rogan experience from the get-go. Yep. So I can't imagine he didn't get a royalty check because when uh, Netflix picked up. Oh, I've seen Brian's got a nice little sports car I've seen on his Supra. Instagram. I've been to you know, yeah. the, the house, the whole he has nine a nice house. Got a, oh, my God. Do you go to Austin a lot? No, I was just there for seven months. Is That's there feedback in this mic? 
Yeah. Is there feedback in this mic? I don't know. Yell. I don't think so. Ask again if there's feedback in this mic. Is there feedback in this mic? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that we, I was living there for <laughs> Is there feedback in his mic? <laughs> Mike, is there feedback in his mic? I don't hear any feedback in the Try mic. again. All right, no, Ask right. again. Is there any feedback in his mic? No, no, perfect. Is there feedback in his mic? There's no feedback There's in the no mic. No feedback in the mic. Uh, okay. What's there a feedback for his horse? A I feedback lived, I, for his horse. I, I, I lived there for seven months. And? And I enjoyed it. The audiences are great. They take anything. Uh, they're friendly Everybody people. thought you had to move there because when Rogan moved there, everybody started to move there. Tim Dillon bought a house there. Now Tim Dillon won't go there anymore. He doesn't like it. He thinks the food is not good enough. He kept his house and he... Uh, Me and you should go stay there, do a weekend at the Creek in the Cave, just stay at Tim's house. That would be great. Yeah, we'll film it for content and stuff like that. That would be a show. Yeah, that's a show. Me and you together? Who closes that show? That's a problem. <laughs> Who would we'll, close that we'll show? We'll both get on the stage together. Yeah, we both have to go together. <laughs> I brought him on stage with me. He yells a lot. What do you What do you like to yell about the most? What What really grinds your gears? Uh, people who buy expensive jeans or pants, and they leave the fucking tag. Those four little fucking tags after they rip the tag off? Yeah. Really? Really? You bought a fucking $300 pair of fucking designer jeans and you left the fucking little threads on there? What are you, you know? <laughs> oh, come on, you know, how fucked up are you? Yeah, what are these people? Who are, who are these people? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Jerry. I don't know who the fuck they are. Are you going to tell a fucking joke, Jerry? Are you going to tell a fucking joke? <laughs> he does a dirty Jerry Seinfeld. Holy so funny. shit. <laughs> well, you are going to see Beetlejuice tonight. Yeah, should be fun. On Broadway. Oh, yeah. Michael Keaton's in it. Unlikely. Unlikely. <laughs> you would not see it. What would you see on Broadway right now? Uh, I don't know what's playing on Broadway. I wouldn't see Cats, and I wouldn't see The Lion King. That's for damn no, sure. Why? I like plays that are like uh, like real people acting out, you know? Yeah. As, a, as opposed to, uh, is it Beetlejuice a, mu a musical? It's a musical, yeah. yeah. Musicals are great and everything else, but I like real plays. Yeah. Do you ever see the play called The Gin Game? Sure. No. Was it not great? Of course. That's a play that I, that's the kind of play I like. What about Hurley Burley? You ever seen that? Hurley Burley? They made a movie of it too. Kevin Spacey was in it, Sean Penn. Although it's about a Hollywood casting office. Okay, okay. Cocaine, sex, Robin Wright Penn was in it. How long ago was that? Many years ago. The last, 10, 15. The last play I saw was... Uh... Hmm. Anna Paquin. Remember her? Oh, that would have been great. Robin Wright Penn Seeing them on stage? She can't, well, no, that I, was the movie. Yeah, but on stage, oh. someone's done it on stage. A lot of big-name actors do Hurley Burley. It's a rip-roaring good time for an actor. You get to play all coked out and shit like that. It's really fun. You ever play Coked Out? No. What would you do if you were playing Coked Out? You go first. I remember Kinnison. Yeah? yeah. Show me. It's all like a, it's all like here. Like everything's like, and it's great because the ideas I'm having. Yeah. Like you can't imagine what I'm thinking. Like, like, like I, I could express it, but words won't do it. Like you got to be where I'm, I am. And then we get the audience where I am. Yeah. And then, then they're really going to dig it, man. See? They're going to dig it, man. It's like he's in the room. Yeah. <laughs> How, yeah. would, how would you do coke? Just like he did. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like I would do did. this. <laughs> I'm on coke. 
You know, you just do it like that, so it's more right. subtle. Tell, people, don't people get show. It. I'm on cocaine. You know what I like? You know, you're doing a lot of coke. In the beginning of doing coke, you're doing lines, and you're rolling up dollar bills. And as you get more into your habit, it's like, just put it on my fucking hand. <laughs> just put it on my fucking hand. <laughs> Instant personality. Tomorrow I'm going to Europe and climbing. Oh, fuck, the next day. Zero point zero. zero. Well, point and eventually zero. you don't even have a dollar bill. That's the point, Jeez. right? <laughs> I spent it on coke. Just Cocaine. Put it here. Did you ever do it in the eighties? I did a couple of times, but I was never. Uh, I, you know, I don't have the addict thing. I, I've tried everything. Oh, that's nice. And I you never can change get that. Hooked. Roll up your sleeve. Yeah, yeah. Roll up your sucking cock in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right, Mike? You suck cock. I hope so. Yeah. Jeez. In five minutes too. All right. I you gotta can't, drive. You can't do cocaine now with the fentanyl. You're gonna that's Russian roulette, man. That's what I heard. I heard the fentanyl. You wanna do bad. coke? You you could be fucking getting zipped up in a body bag. They test it now. You gotta test it if you're gonna do the coke. That takes all the fun out of it. Yeah, you know, yeah, you wanna do a, a What a, happened to scruples in the drug dealer game? Yeah. See? <laughs> they don't care. Boy, I haven't heard that word scruples in a long time. Fucking, that was I the name of a board game, too. <laughs> yeah, that? That's right. You remember scruples? Scruples, no. Yeah, it was a board game. All right. This was not important. You going to the club tonight? No, I'm going to stay home. My wife's going to come into the city. I'm going to stay home and uh, edit my new album together. It's called Me and Brian Holtzman. Dynamite. Dynamite. It's got a good name. I like it. I like it a lot. What are you doing? You going to the club? They uh, invited me back. They should. You killed last night. Your first time there. I'm going to go back. And uh, did you see how kind of out of place I was? I saw you. Very out of place and acknowledging how out of place you are. He was very nervous. He said, I I can't get comfortable here. This is a new space for me. (laughs) And he yelled at them. It was great. I love it. You'll you'll be. It's a very comforting room. Once or twice in there. You'll f- it'll feel like home to you. Right. Be great. This what are you going to do? Stand? Do you any spots? No. You, it's fun to do spots when you I go love to, to come, but you know, you got to know somebody. You do got to know somebody. Yeah, yeah. And I only know Aaron Berg. Yeah, you could have asked me ahead of time. I'll get you spot. I know. You know what? What do you I'm, got? I'm what time's the play then? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you I'm want a spot? I'll get you a spot tonight. Yeah, where? Well, let me see what I can do. Okay. It's not going to be the stand. <laughs> I don't care, man. <laughs> let me, uh, you're going to be Midtown. I'll make a call. I'll see if I can get you on a show <laughs> That'd at, be awesome. uh, at Broadway. My wife's going to be there, it, too. I'd love it, so let me know. I've Say hi to her. Number. Don't tell her any bad stuff about me. I wouldn't mention it. Yeah. And then, um, uh, can I promote my album as long as no. we're talking? Okay. We'll be back so next week. called Surrounded by Idiots. You What's can, it called? Surrounded by Idiots. Where is it? Uh, Amazon Music or whatever that thing is. You Amazon download music, things from and on the internet. And it's a comedy album. It's a comedy album, of course. Uh, how many tracks? I don't know. It's an hour. 20? No, less than that. 15. It's, it's, it, it just goes as one long set. Yeah, but it breaks but in the tracks. It's cut. Right? Yeah, but I don't remember how many tracks. It's your only album? If you do more, you'll make more money. Yes. How sure. many albums do you have? Just put it in my hand. <laughs> just put it in my fucking hand. Will you just put it in my fucking hand? Do you not have an album yet? No, no. Here's what we're gonna do. My, I'm just going. To, I'm going real slow, Aaron. My, yeah. I'm just taking baby steps because I'm having so much fun. You know. What's your favorite room at the store? The OR. Uh, the OR is a great room, but you Here's get, what we're you do. get compensated a lot more in, in the main room. Here's so, what we're going to you know, do. It's a trade-up. You know? We're going to fly down. I'm going to bring my guy. <laughs> we're going to record an album for you at the OR. We're going to put it out on my label. I'm going to give you a very good deal, better than you would get from anybody else, and we'll get it playing on Sirius XM. Can we, can we, can we do it at Joe Rogan's new club in Austin? Do you want to do that? Because I already shot a special. It hasn't been sold yet. Sounds great. 
Exactly. Yeah. It's going to be on a French network in yeah. subtitles. Where'd you shoot that special? In the main room. So, okay. So do you want to go and do it at Joe Rogan's You call club? Rogan, tell him I want to do it there, and then I'll come down and we'll do it. I'll bring my guy. We'll fly down. We'll do it on the cheap. You'll make it out. We'll put it out. I'm going to announce this. I we think it's a good idea. It. Yeah, you, you're overdue. Oh, we could do it at the stand. Yeah, you could do it at the stand. I think it'd be well, more just do, fun. You do it where you want to do it. I think because I, I want to go to L.A. and I want to go to the store again, too. And then I'm killing two birds with one stone. You get to kill and then I get to do some spots and I get to see Richie and all those guys. It'll be great. Eleanor's down there. All right. Maybe all we'll do guys. it in the O.R. Maybe you do it in the belly room. Okay. No, you want to do it in the O.R. No, the belly room. You want to is... do it in the main room? If it's just audio? Yeah. Can, can I sit where you're sitting? Yeah. I, I mean, sit where I'm sitting. No, no. Okay. Yeah, that'll be just fine. It'll be just fine. Yeah. yeah. Let me know. You got my number now. Oh, and, yeah. And then we'll do it. All right. Where can people find you? On the uh, social media, the World Wide Web. Yeah, he's on the social media. You are on the... <laughs> I'm, yes. Are you also on social media? More or less. With, yeah. What's your favorite one? Uh, well, I'm on Facebook, but mostly for my friends. Yeah. You know, I got my own site, simonrakoff.com. R-A-K-O-F-F. That's me. Sounds, uh, it sounds like a Nazi, you know? <laughs> just the opposite. Yeah, the it's op very, very much the opposite. <laughs> Where am I going to be, Mike? I'm going to be everywhere, right? Uh, well, you got the Offend Everyone tour, don't you? Offend Everyone with tour J. Gomez. is still going with Louis J. Gomez. We wow. are sold I out. I hear there's a second wing coming or a third wing at this point. Yeah, the third wave is what they called it. Uh, third wave is coming. The Omicron of your tour. The Omicron of the Offend Everyone tour. Uh, here's what we got. Miami sold out. You cannot get tickets. Indianapolis, McHenry, Illinois, Glendale, Wisconsin, Toronto, Canada for two nights. Uh, I'll be in Hartford, Connecticut at the Funny Bone Jan 6-7. Then me and Lewis finish off Phoenix, Arizona, Minneapolis, Cuyahoga Falls. All those tickets at Ehrenberg.com. Check it out. There we wow. go. It's going to be awesome. Guys, thank you so much for coming. Thanks, bud. So good to have nice young up-and-comers on the show. It's really good that you do this for them. Yeah. The next wave. There we go. I got to drive home. Bye. <laughs>